Hi guys. So last night, I want to share this dream that I had with you guys. Last night I had this dream and in this dream I was talking to these people and I was telling them that if you know that you are supposed to be spending time with God and you know that you are supposed to be um, fellowshipping with him and setting aside time to spend with him and prioritizing him, um, then and you're not doing that, it no longer becomes a matter of if you want to do it, it becomes a matter of your obedience. This is no longer a, a issue of do I want to spend time with God when I know that I should and when I have the instruction to spend time with him in a certain way or to in, be intimate with him in a certain way. And I don't do that, but it no longer it no longer becomes an issue of what I want to do, but an issue of obedience. Now I'm in disobedience because now I'm not following the instructions that God has given me. Um, for example, if he tells you, hey, I need you to wake up earlier so that you can pray and spend more time with me before you get your day started and you don't do that. And it's like um, you put that off. You put those instructions off. Um, it no longer becomes I don't I, I didn't do it because I don't want to do it. It becomes I I'm, I'm in disobedience. Right. And so that's something that I was telling these people that were in my dream and I woke up and I said, wow, you know, let me, I was thinking about it and pondering, pondering up on it all morning. And I was just like, Holy spirit, you know, what are you saying? And God is really wanting us to get back to our obedience. There are a lot of times where sometimes we may not want to do something. We may not want to do every single thing that he tells us to do, right? We may not understand we may not want to do it for a number of reasons we may not understand it you know sometimes our lack of understanding will cause us not to want to do something sometimes laziness sometimes we're tired sometimes we want to we feel like we want to sleep we don't want to get up early like we're instructed to by the lord to pray and to study and to get in his word and to get in his presence you know sometimes we feel like that sleep feels better than getting up and getting into the presence and we feel that, right? We feel that way. I'm not saying that that is what it is, but that's those are reasons why we may not be following the instructions of the Lord, you know, and um, not everything that feels right is right. So just because you don't feel like doing something don't mean that you shouldn't do it. And just because you feel like doing something doesn't mean that you should do it. So we know that we cannot go back. We cannot live our life, especially with God, who is spirit. We cannot live, uh, maintain a relationship that we have with God in the spirit by being led by our feelings. I can't let allow my feelings to dictate my relationship with God, how I treat him. If I'm going to spend time with him today, if I'm going to get in his word, if I'm going to get in his presence, I can't let how I feel dictate my relationship with someone who's spirit. He's spirit. I'm not saying God doesn't have feelings and he can't feel what I'm saying is if I allow my feelings, my flesh to try to dictate a relationship with someone that I have in the spirit, then I'm always going to be led astray and led away from my relationship with God. It's always my feelings are always going to lead me to disobeying God. My feelings and my emotions and my flesh is always going to lead me in the opposite direction of intimacy with him. So we cannot afford to allow how we feel and what we don't feel like doing um, or what we don't want to do, 
It's a lot of things we don't do because we don't feel like doing it. That a lot of things we don't want to do because we don't feel like doing it. We're still that's still being led by your feelings. I'm tired. I don't I feel tired. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like making that sacrifice. I don't feel like getting up because I love my I love God and, and I want to grow in, in intimacy with him. Or let's say you're not at the point where you love God yet. Maybe you're maybe God is getting you to that place, but how will you ever get to that place if you don't follow those little instructions of just hey, can you wake up a little bit earlier to prioritize me? And so I was telling them in the dream and I said, now it's it's no longer like what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Now it's like you're in disobedience. And I think it's like we have to come to this place where it's like, God, even if I don't understand, even if I don't want to do it, I have enough faith in you enough to know that I'm going to just obey you. I don't we that's the problem with us as Christians. We don't want to have faith. We don't want to use our utilize our faith when it comes in the area of obedience. It takes faith to obey God. You may not understand. You may not know why. You may not feel like it. You may not want to do it. But that does not mean you shouldn't. Okay? We have to mature out of that. We have to grow out of that. We have to let God grow us up and follow those instructions and follow those little simple thing, acts of obedience because they're leading us to greater things. I can look back on my life, my, my last three years with God and say those little acts of obedience of waking up early, waking up at four in the morning. I have to be to work at eight. I get up every day at four in the morning. I remember when I was getting up at 530 and I remember I said, God, I, I don't I don't um I don't want to rush through prayer and I don't want to rush through spending time with you. I need to be able to have the grace to get up a little bit earlier than 530. So I get up a whole four hours before I have to go to work and I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. I get up because I know that I have a toddler that's going to get up as well and I have to get him ready for school and everything like that. So I get up. Uh, I get up two hours before him because he gets up at six. So I'll get up and sometimes he gets up at 5.30. So I'll get up at four and I'll just, I'll immediately go into like praying, spending time with God, sitting down with him, getting my notepad and my pen, writing down what he has to say for that day, getting my daily bread. Then I'll go into intercession and go into prayer. I'm not bragging or boasting. I'm just giving you guys a breakdown of how my morning goes and not only that, but just how God had to, it started with, it started with me getting up at 530. Okay. And, and doing that. And I asked for grace to be able to get up a little bit earlier. Cause I wanted to spend more time as I started spending, as I started, you know, getting on that, that, that schedule with God, creating those um, habits, those good habits with him, prioritizing him. He gave me more grace to get up even earlier. Sometimes I get up at three fifty, and praise God. I don't even, I'm not even tired throughout the day. I can still, I can get up at four, spend time with God, you know, get my son ready for school, get, get to work, uh, log on to work at eight, finish my shift. And I'm not even tired. I'm not drained. He's that's grace. That's not me. That's not human effort. That's not vitamins. That's not none of that. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with taking something wrong with taking vitamins. It's not. 
But I'm letting you guys know God will give you the grace to be intimate with him. God will give you the grace to spend time with him. He will give you the grace to wake up earlier than you're supposed to. And then you would like to or then wake up earlier than, you know, to, to prioritize him and to get your day started with him first. He'll give you the grace to do it. We just have to we just have to uh, ask for it. And we have to be obedient and say, God, I may not want to do this starting out. Sometimes you don't want to do something starting out. Sometimes it does feel like a struggle and a press to do it. But guess what? As you do it, as you do it, you'll get used to it. That's like with exercising starting out. You'd be like sore, sore body, be uh, body, be sore, muscles, be sore. Probably, some of y'all probably can barely get out the bed and move. You know what I'm saying? Uh, running up that hill. You all out of breath. You know what I'm saying? You out of shape. You don't even know you like, Lord, can I keep going? Can I keep doing this? But as you keep working out, as you keep, as you keep doing it, as you develop that routine and that pattern of working out, your body becomes accustomed to it. And those little workouts that you started out doing are no longer strenuous. Now you have to go and you have to get, um, do more. Because your body didn't got used to the little that you were doing. So now you have to do more workouts, more strenuous um, exercises to give your body that, that that deeper workout that it needs. Because it's old, it's used to the old way. It's used to the old, the, 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 the little routines that you were doing, the little workouts that you were doing. And then you get, you just get used to it. You develop a, a flow and, and it's no longer strenuous. It's no longer hard. I don't know anybody. Well, I know people that they do like working out, but I'm speaking for myself. I know, and I know that you guys can relate. I don't like working out. I remember when I was losing weight, I didn't like it. I hate, I hated it in the beginning, but God, God gave me grace. And then I start, it started actually becoming something that I enjoyed doing. And Jesus said, I got to get back to that, but <laughs> you know. And it got easier and easier and easier. Same thing. You're just working out your salvation. You're walking out your salvation. Okay. You're this consider it working out your salvation. Consider it training as you get up every morning earlier than we earlier than you're supposed to sometimes before everybody in your whole house just to prioritize God and and. It, it feels strenuous. It feels like you're straining for a season. But as you get used to it, you I, I promise you, you'll feel so rewarded. That to know that I didn't give in to my flesh and what I felt like doing, what I didn't feel like doing and miss moments with God. I, I was obedient even when I didn't feel like doing it. I was obedient even when I was tired. I was obedient even when I was sick. I was obedient even, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be so rewarding. And not only to, to just say, oh, I did these these things or I spent, I did all that. No, it's going to be rewarding in the way that you're going to build such a bond with God and he's going to honor it and he's going to cherish it and he's going to show you and let you know that how much he values that time with you. God sees that. He loves that. He honors that. You, he's not going to just let you put in all this, this time with him and then there's no reward. There's no result. The reward is even more intimacy. The reward is even more grace. We, we have to start somewhere. But if you never start and you never overcome you not wanting to do something because you don't feel like doing it, then you're going to stay stuck in these same places. God, God is, uh, he's so faithful. He is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. That is part of diligently seeking him. He's not going to let you diligently seek him and then not reward you. 
That's in his word. That's what his word say. And I was just, and this is just before I um go, this is something that I was thinking about um, because the, I was, I was just, I like to let God talk to me and he could talk to me through whatever, whatever he wants to talk to me through. I leave that um, open for him to do that. I don't want to just limit him to one way. And so I was ordering these things off of, um, I was ordering some stuff off online because, you know, Christmas is coming up and stuff like that. And I was just ordering um, things, mind you, from different, different places, like different places. Um, and every single item that I ordered, what I expected, the estimation, the estimated time that I expected, because, you know, they can, they have about five or seven days or whatever. You're not paying for extra shipping or expedited shipping or nothing. And the shipping is free. And so I'm expecting to not get my packages for a whole nother week from now, right? I'm not even, and I'm telling you, it was multiple things from multiple different sites. It wasn't even like I ordered from one site and in my all my, no, it was just different places that I was ordering from. And every single package came and arrived before I expected it to, before the estimated shipping that they told me, the website told me that I could expect it by. Every single thing that I ordered came quicker than what I expected and left. And I felt I just was like, God, what are, it took me a minute to catch on because I was so I was so like used. I'm so used to just waiting on packages. And then especially if they give you an estimated, you know, date, you you expect for it to come on that day. You know, you're not expected to receive anything early, let alone multiple packages before they're due, before before they're supposed to come. And. I finally dawned, it finally dawned on me, like, Holy Spirit, like, I'm trying to talk to you. Like, <laughs> can you, can you listen to me? And can you, can you keep an ear out for me for a second? And I'm just like, oh my God, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? And so when I said that, it's just like everything that I ordered came before I, came before I expected. Everything that I ordered came before I expected it. And you can take that and God is really wanting us to see that we're in a season where the things that we're praying for, the things that we're asking for, is going to come before we expect it. It's going to show up at our door before we even expect it. We're expecting stuff to happen next year. We're expecting stuff to happen, you know, two years from now, three years from now. But I'm, I'm telling you, if you are partnering with God and you are praying and you are, um, you know, I was going to say fasting, but amen, fasting too, you know, whatever you are doing with the Lord, whatever you're asking him for that is in alignment with, according to his will for your life, according to his will for your life. Okay. It is, it's, I'm telling you it's done. God is going to be doing things quicker than you expected it. You're not even going to be able to, it's going to be like, I had no idea that this was going to happen this quick. You're we're ex, the turnaround time that we're expecting is not even on God's timeline and time frame because we're thinking we're thinking delay. We've gotten so used to being delayed in life that we're thinking delay when God is saying right now. And some of you guys I'm hearing you need to just break out of that, break out of those conditions in those um limited mindsets. And you need to let him get the ashes of disappointment off of you so that you can truly receive the timing of the Lord. 
Some of you guys can't even believe that God will want to do something for you right now because of the the, dish, the ashes of the disappointment from the past is still on you. It's still lingering. Get that stuff off of you so that you can truly accept and receive the Lord's timing. We need to we need to not just trust his timing when he says not right now, wait, but we need to also trust his timing when he does say right now it's happening. Let's it's coming to pass. I'm bringing this thing to pass. Then we like we can't even we think we we over here doubting, thinking he a liar, not really partnering with what he's saying with our faith because of the ashes of the past of disappointments, things that were delayed, things that were held up. And that's what the enemy does. He likes to hold up things and, de and delay things, not just so that we can enjoy it or fulfill our purpose in those things, but so that we, he can get us to get stuck in that mindset and that heart posture of delay. So that when God does speak a word of right now, we don't even have enough faith to believe him for it. We don't even have enough faith to partner with him for it. We got to let him just like really tear down those lies and tear down what was and build up anew. Okay. Even if delay was your story, even if that was your testimony in the past, God is writing a new story. He wants to write a new story. He wants to be prompt with you. If your story was delayed, let it be, let it be that God is rewriting the story of where you're going to live in his purpose and live in his will and live in, live, in your, live in his plan for your life so that he can put you on his schedule so that your schedule can be aligned with his timing. A lot of the misalignment and a lot of the delay comes from not being in God's will too. We got to be in God's will and not just, I'm not saying just not disconnected from the world. Yeah, we can disconnect from the world, but then what are we are we being fruitful in God? Are we making sure that we're maintaining connection and intimacy and relationship with God? Because I can be disconnected from the world, but then being God not moving too. So if you want to be fruitful in the Lord, you have to make sure that you are aligned with him. <coughs> you got to be aligned. We can't expect stuff to happen, certain stuff to move for us, and we're not aligned with God. We're not in his will. We're not wholeheartedly for him and seeking him. Our heart posture is not turned towards him. We can't expect to receive anything from God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you're double-minded... You don't know, you don't know if which way you want to go. You don't know if you want to be in the will of God. You don't know if you want to be out the will of God. That's and you lukewarm and you, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what you want in the Lord. It, you're not wasting his time. You're wasting your time. And that's not part, that's not in the will. If you're not in full agreement with God, you're not in the will. If you're not in full agreement with with what he wants for you, you're not in the will. If there if you're still wrestling with what he wants for you, you're not in the will. <coughs> Part of being in the will is I got to submit and surrender too. I can't just think that I'm going to come into this thing and get everything that I want in God that he has promised me and not even surrender. Not even be in surrender in certain areas of my, no, you got to surrender to the Lord. 
Certain things we have to surrender to him and let it, and let it go and let it give it up to him. <coughs> Your life being the first thing. There are certain things we just we have to get on board with when it comes to the Lord. Okay, um, so just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind and you guys be blessed.